Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Making Work Fun podcast with Maria and Natasha, two working professionals turned life coaches. I'm Maria, and I have worked in economic consulting for more than 14 years. And I'm Natasha. I have over a decade of work experience in human resources. Through our 25 plus years of combined corporate experience, we have learned a lot about work. And through our work as life coaches, we've learned how to make work fun. Whether you work for someone else, run your own business, or do anything else that you call your work, this podcast will teach you how to make your work fun too. Without giving into the productivity hustle. So let's dive right in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Making Work Fun podcast. Um, It is me, Maria, alone this week, Um, but Natasha and I are coming back together in about a month. We actually have already recorded um, a couple of episodes for you. We just hit 1,000 downloads on our podcast, and we were so excited by that. So we've recorded um, a celebration episode, um, but that's not coming out until about a month from now until then you're gonna um hear the two of us uh, doing a few more solo episodes and then i'm super excited that we're gonna start um posting our combined episodes for the most part um we've decided that occasionally we might still have solo episodes in the future just because you know it's it is sometimes very convenient like if one of us is busy one of us is traveling um we want to make sure we have new episodes for you every week and so solo episodes sometimes come in very handy um in that respect we can just record them um at any time alone without having to coordinate but i'm also super excited that the two of us are coming back together um in about a month but thank you so much for everyone who's been tuning in and listening um and if you've been finding the podcast helpful, please keep recommending it to friends and family um, who you think might find it helpful as well. Um, And please consider leaving us um, a review on Apple Podcasts as well um, that um, apparently, I don't don't quite know, you know, all the logistics of how Apple Podcasts works, but I think, you know, the more reviews you have and the better reviews you have, um, the easier it is for new people to discover the pod. So it's going to be extremely helpful. if you have been finding the pod useful to um, do that, go and leave us a review and thank you in advance for doing that. So the topic this week is how to make your work more fun by not ignoring your burnout. So I decided to do this one um, as a, one of my solo episodes because that is really like my wheelhouse. I, as I'm sure you all know, I am a burnout coach. I work with, you know, professional women who really need help with their burnout. Um, and so that's just something I've, I've seen a lot in my work. And I, I know that I did that in my own life for a long period of time, and it was miserable. And so I really wanted to address this today, which is a lot of us, I think, spend way more time in burnout than we need to, because we are, for various reasons, hesitant to address the burnout. And there's like a few different thoughts going on, like high-level thoughts that a lot of us have that are causing us to delay addressing our burnout. Um, And I want to walk through what they are today and unpack them a little bit and then talk about what you could be doing instead. So one of the main thought errors that a lot of us have when it comes to burnout is that it is just 
part of life. It's just part of work. We think we're, if we're like in a very demanding career, we think, well, that's just, you know, there, there's no way to do this job without being burnt out. It's just a very high pressure job. That's all there is to it. How do you even do it without the burnout? Um, and we see a lot of people around us being burnt out and exhausted. And we think, okay, that's just part of life. It is not like it's not supposed to be, and it really shouldn't be part of your life. I agree with you that so many people are experiencing burnout these days, and that is very sad to me, but that doesn't make it something you need to put up with and something that you need to be okay with. The fact that so many people are experiencing it just means we need to pay attention to it at a much larger scale. It does not mean you need to force yourself to be okay with it and just force yourself to be exhausted at all times and push through that exhaustion. Um, another common misconception a lot of us have is that healing burnout would mean um, we need to kind of uproot our lives. It will take up so much time and so much energy and we're going to need to like either quit our jobs or, you know, start putting out much worse work product, start slacking off. It's just going to mean like abandoning responsibilities will like completely uproot our lives. And that is also very untrue. Like there are, sure, healing burnout, I can tell you is not going to be a one-step process. You're not going to be able to take a nap one time and recover because that those are that's a solution for normal level fatigue. It's not a solution for burnout, which is a much more complex condition that is a big part of burnout is mental fatigue um, and a combination of also physical fatigue. And it's like much more long-term rather than, you know, situation specific. Um, so yes, it is going to be more complicated than a one-step process, but it will absolutely not require you to go quit your job or to start doing shoddy work. Um, you can still produce very high quality work. In fact, if you're not burnt out, I promise your work product is going to start becoming better and better because when we're exhausted, as you know, we, we're not really at our best. Um, so it's, it's completely untrue that you're going to have to approach your life. There are steps you can be taking throughout your life, um, to heal from burnout without having to make massive, massive changes. I'm going to use this analogy throughout the podcast today because I, I find it personally extremely helpful. And I think it, it sort of helps us visualize when we put things in physical terms. I want to compare healing burnout to like healing a physical injury. So when you have like a physical injury, you have to do physical therapy for a period of time, right? So Yes, like there are some things that you need to be doing. It is not a simple process. It's not like you do a stretch one time and then you're healed. You have to dedicate like a couple of hours per week or sometimes three, four hours a week to doing the work. And it might take weeks or sometimes months. Um, but that doesn't mean you're uprooting your life in the meantime. You're still going about your life. You may have to make some modifications to how you move or how you do things, but it's not like you have to pause your life for four months at a time until you're healed for, for the most part. Of course, there are some injuries where you have to do that, but I'm talking about some of the, the injuries where you can still do most of the things in life. You just might have to do some modifications. It's very similar with healing burnout. You can, you would have to do a few modifications and you would have to dedicate maybe a few hours a week 
to doing some of the work and exploring what is causing the burnout and learning how to change how you think about things and how you approach things. Um, but it's not going to be this thing that's all consuming and you can't, you don't have time or space for anything else. Um, and then the third misconception that I often hear and that I definitely had in my own brain before I decided to look for help <laughs> with my burnout was this thing, this idea that others around me seem to be coping well. Um, others around me seem to be doing it all on their own. And so therefore I need to be doing it all on my own. Well, here's why that is also untrue. First of all, you have absolutely no idea how well others are coping. You're colleagues at work, or even sometimes, you know, friends, unless you're close friends, don't always share what's going on in their lives, like how exhausted they are, how burnt out they are, how are they coping? Are they like having just periods where they feel completely overwhelmed and desperate? You actually have absolutely no clue what's going on. You're seeing this sort of surface level polished version of others for the most part, and you have no clue how well they're coping. And also you absolutely have no idea if they are getting help. Like maybe some of the people who seem like they're coping really well, it's because they are getting help from therapists or from coaches or um, another source. Um, and that's why they seem to be doing so well. They're just not walking around and sharing that, which I think is actually a shame. I think we should all be very upfront <laughs> about the help that we're getting because that is going to break down this like misconception of getting help is not something a lot of people are doing and is somehow um, less, you know, self-sufficient or I don't know, whatever the story is. I had this story that it's like, yeah, it shows that I'm not self-sufficient. Like I should be able to figure this out on my own, which was very, very un <laughs> unwise of me and like just kept me in burnout for much longer than I needed to be. Um, So these three misconceptions taken together really like put us into a place where we think we either have to just keep pushing through being miserable, or we need to like try to patch together some solutions on our own, like read through some content online, read through someone's Instagram posts and try to come up with solutions on our own. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, that obviously online content, I do a lot of it. I think it can be extremely helpful. And that's why I do it too. Like if it didn't think it was helpful, I wouldn't be doing it myself. And a lot of my colleagues I see putting out extremely helpful things online. So it's not like you're, they, they won't help you. They will help you, but they, they're not sort of a systemic solution to your problem. To go back to my physical therapy analogy, if you do have like an injury, let's say like you have a tendonitis on your shoulder. That's an injury I had a few years ago. You can look at like online videos and tips on what exercises to do. And those could be quite helpful. But until you actually see, meet with a physical therapist, they can examine you. They can see where in your specific situation is the problem and come up with a customized plan for you. You're probably not going to be able to fully recover um, just by patching together tips from um, YouTube or like reading articles, because those, of course, those are just generalized. They're not applicable to your specific situation. Um, and also it's, of course, so much more helpful to work with someone a few times a week and they track your progress. They see how you move. They customize on the spot for you. It's like, it's a completely different story. And that's, that's the path to actually fully 
healing in the end. Um, and it's very similar with burnout. Like you're going to be able to find some very helpful things online, but until you start working with someone who can see what is happening exactly in your specific situation and what is the right path for you and someone who you can talk to like week after week and who can track your progress, you can come to like a coaching call, for instance, and be like, okay, I loved what we learned last week. And this week I tried it and here's where it worked and here's where it didn't work. And then you talk with your coach about like what, what didn't work? Why didn't it work? How can we customize that? Having that type of support is completely invaluable. And it's also when it comes to the brain, which a lot of, (laughs) that's where a lot of burnout comes from. When it comes to our own brains, it is very hard sometimes to see what we are missing. That's why we need coaches and therapists. Like it's extremely hard to see where our own blind spots are. Um, and so sometimes we think we're doing like all the right things, but we're just missing something very key that someone else, like once we start talking to someone else, they can be like, oh, I see where your blind spot is. And then you like have a massive breakthrough and you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like I can't believe I didn't see that. But that's that's what happens. Like even coaches get coaching. I get coaching because I have my own blind spots. When I see it in a client's brain, it's very easy to spot. And then when it's in my own brain, extremely hard to spot. <laughs> I'm like, nope, that's not what's happening. I don't understand why I'm stuck. Um, so that's why having someone to talk to is just completely invaluable when it comes to healing burnout. Um, And if like another objection, I guess, that comes up often, that was an objection I had is, yeah, but it's going to take some time and effort and I'm already overwhelmed. Like when it comes to burnout, a lot of us, of course, are already like have super packed schedules. Everything is very stressful and very overwhelming. And so we think like, how can I possibly fit some coaching sessions and like doing some exercises now into an already overflowing schedule. And I I get it. I totally sympathize with that. And I understand where you're coming from. And my response to that is it is 100% worth it. Like going back to that analogy with the physical injury, sure, like taking times for physical therapy a few hours a week might add um, some, like not might, it will add (laughs) some things to your schedule. But think about how much time you're wasting right now, like walking on an injured leg or, you know, putting strain on a muscle and not healing it. And then like being in bed because you're in pain or taking painkillers. Like we actually, the more we delay the solution, first of all, the worse it gets. And second of all, we don't realize how much time we're actually spending trying to feel better with with very short term solutions, like taking a painkiller, um, which helps for a few hours, but doesn't help systemically over the long run. It's similar with burnout. Like we don't realize how much time we're actually spending um, in overwhelm, in confusion, in procrastination, because we're just so exhausted and so overwhelmed. Um, We spend money trying to get like a short-term dopamine boost of like, we go on a shopping spree to try to feel better for a few hours. Like all of those things, we buy things we don't actually need. Nothing wrong with shopping sprees. I love them. But like, you know what I mean? Like you go and buy a bunch of things you didn't actually need because you're like, okay, that's going to make me feel better. And it does for a very short period of time. Um, And then you go back to feeling overwhelmed and exhausted. So really just investing that time and energy upfront helps you heal, like find the tools to heal over the long run 
And it actually is going to save you so many hours and um, so much like time, energy and money over the long run if you actually invest those things in the short run to heal. Um, so don't don't keep ignoring your burnout, please. Like if you're suffering and if you're trying to like come up with solutions and patch together solutions on your own, know that there is help. There's a lot of people. There's obviously I do that work. And if you're resonating with me, absolutely get in touch with me. But there's also a lot of very brilliant colleagues who do that work. So if you resonate more with someone else, find them and go contact them. It just, just please find the help that you need because you do not need to be suffering. I promise. Um, if you do want to chat with me and you're curious about how I work with clients and what kind of things I do and whether we're a good fit, um, feel free to email me, ask any questions. Um, my email is info at restovergrind.com. Um, or you can go to my website, which is restovergrind.com. And on the website, there is a page, work with me, where you can book a free consult call. Those consult calls are always very fun. We would just meet, you'll tell me what is bugging you, what is creating your burnout right now. I will share some insights into where I think the, a good starting point is for you, uh, what is the best way to get started, how can my method methodology and work help you. And then if we feel like mutu we mutually click <laughs> and we had a really good consult, we can talk about potentially working together. And if either of us feels like we're not necessarily clicking, we can just get to know each other and go our separate ways afterwards. And that's great too. Um, and that gives you some information too on what are some of the things that didn't click with me and that you can go and look for in a different coach. Um, so yeah, get in touch with me or get in touch with one of my colleagues and please address your burnout and take those first steps into feeling better. Um, thank you so much for joining me this week. And I will talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Hey, everyone, it's Maria. I am a burnout coach for professional women. And I work with high achieving perfectionists who want to heal burnout so that they can take a step back and enjoy their lives without sacrificing their success. To work with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can go to my website, which is restovergrind.com and book a free consult call. You can also follow me on Instagram at rest underscore over underscore grind or on LinkedIn under restovergrind LLC. Hey everyone, Natasha here. I'm a money mindset coach. I work with women who want to shift their beliefs around money and wealth so they can finally leave the drama behind and focus on actually doing the work they love to do. I work with two different types of clients, employees who wanna make more money at work or entrepreneurs who wanna earn more in their business. And I teach people how to love the process of earning and creating more because it really is possible for money to be easy and fun. So let me show you how. You can find me on my website at natashatakesti.com or on Instagram at natashatakesti. We'll see you there.